inspired by true events, The Woman King stars Viola Davis as an African general in the epic story of the first ever army of women warriors in a fight to save their kingdom. The Woman King tells the remarkable story of the Agoje, the all-female unit of warriors who protected the African kingdom of Dahomey with skills and a fierceness unlike anything the world has ever seen. These women exude confidence, strength, and power. Trust me, you want to see it for yourself. The Woman King is an empowering and epic film, a story that needs to be told and must be seen on the big screen. So grab the family and friends and make sure you see The Woman King. Now playing exclusively in movie theaters. Tickets on sale now. This episode is sponsored by FX's Atlanta. FX's Atlanta returns for its final season. Earn, Alfred, Darius, and Van are back in their hometown. But the question is, has Atlanta changed or have they? FX's Atlanta, the final season. All new Thursdays on FX. Stream on Hulu. I thought there was about a million people playing football. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he did 15, I did 15, you did 10. So we did a yeah. big. Yeah. We did a lot of time, so but I, time. I look at it now, man. We we, we totally are blessed, man. Twenty five thousand people in the whole existence. It's crazy, man. And now you, you can see how much you really are a great person. Behind the mask. What up, my boy? What's good, family? Another day in paradise. You know what it is. Hey, man, listen. I can't wait, bro, because it is another day in paradise because I smell some greatness in the air and it's in the lounge right now. So, but let's get into it, shall we? Mm-hmm, let's do it. Listen, man, this first round pick, also SEC legend, mm-hmm. was drafted in the first round, of course, to the New York Jets. Mm-hmm. Then he decided to take his talents on the road and go kill some quarterbacks. For the Atlanta Falcons mm-hmm. and also Arizona Cardinals. A three-time All-Pro. Mm. Hold on, let me say that again. Three-time All-Pro, five-time Pro Bowler, finished in his NFL career with 133 sacks. 133 and a half. Yeah. Don't forget the half. Yeah, yeah, Don't yeah, yeah. The half. Ain't nothing half about this man. Fact. He say he's whole Fact. as he walks to the throat. <laughs> Whatever that means. <laughs> man, welcome to the BTM Lounge. Man. Listen, one of the all-time greats of the SEC mm-hmm. and an all-time great of the NFL, John Abraham. <sighs> Yeah, in the yeah, building, yeah, family, yeah. family, family. You can't yeah. possibly tell me them folk treated you I like would, this. I would in, say in the New York Jets and Atlanta Falcons in the Cardinals. I would say first of all, I'm I'm around greatness right now. I've I've known him since I was like 18, 19 mm-hmm. years old. I've been watching you since I was 18, 19 years old because when I came in college football, you was a beast. He was trying to get down. <laughs> first of all, first of all, first of all, my boy, that, 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 that blue and red it looked good on him. But he, he yeah. did a thing though. But you yeah. had that other. He was the one Ole Miss Rebels. Yeah, Auburn was the beast. But nah, but I, like, it's crazy um, how life goes in a circle that mm. we we hear it again though. Right. All three of us made it to the league. Yeah. Man, I was I was telling y'all they three hundred and twenty nine million people in the world. And there only 1,500 NFL players in the league at one time. 1%. I tried to calculate that thing, right? It's like 0.1%. Yeah. 
Like no point zero zero one percent. So we really are some amazing people. That's a fact. And I never thought about it like that because I was bored last night. You know what we was talking about <laughs> earlier about these yeah. how how people can just seem to always find football players. Yeah. <laughs> we, were <talking> about that. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about that earlier. Mm. I was like, like hey, I had to, I had to ask somebody. I'm like, how y'all always come for us? Mm. Hey, fifteen hundred. Like you got like, like dude, you you can spread your wings. Like they. I know yeah. we nice and I know we got money, but I, I can understand now. It's, it's only fifteen hundred, so it's the pecs. Look, you got to be special. You got to be special because it's fifteen hundred. I, I can see why they want us now. They only fifteen hundred. You know right. what I'm saying? I get it now. Twenty five thousand. Twenty five thousand all time. Ain't that crazy? Yeah. When you think about that, yeah. I, like yeah. when I, the bro, when I'm telling you, when I was younger, I thought there was about a million people playing football. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he did fifteen. I did fifteen. You did ten. So we did a bid. Yeah. Yeah. We did a lot of time, so but I, time. I look at it now, man. We we, we totally are blessed, man. Twenty five thousand people in the whole existence. It's crazy, man. And now you, you can see how much you really are a great person. Yeah, like, no, to, yeah. To, to even to that point, it's like we are special. And I never really slope. I got know we special, but to the numbers and to look look at all of this and see what you've accomplished. And I was shocked to find out you really didn't even play football in high school, bro. Yeah, I played my senior year. That's bullshit, man. <laughs> that, that's some real shit. Hey, thank Maggie Lee Abraham for that. Because my mom was Can't like, fight the genetics, no, huh? I'm, no, no. Thank her for not letting me play until my senior year. Oh, so you were fresh, yeah. You never, yeah. Know, you never know. Like, real talk, man. Like, if I would have played my ninth, 10th, 11th grade year, I might would have walked away from it. You get what I'm saying? Because I don't think people understand that. Because my eighth grade year, I broke my ankle. My mom said, you ain't playing no more. So my senior year, I did it for shits and gigs, bro. I was like, shoot, my, my girl had all these accolades in the book. I was like, hold on. I got to get me something in here. I got banned in here. <laughs> you couldn't be that My bad. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, I was percussion now. I was percussion. But hey, y'all already know who got all the ads, boy. <laughs> Yeah, we did. Yeah. We do. Yeah, yeah, but we I ain't had I, no band. We ain't had that yeah, in New York. I had, yeah, I had yeah, percussion. I, you know what I'm saying? So I had band, track, and basketball. Six four playing center, they ain't gonna make it. Mm -hmm. I was like, Ma, I need to do something else. I want to play football this year. Hey, do what you want. You grown now. Yeah. All right. Came out there on crutches. My coach was looking at me. He was like, Man, you, you serious, John? I said, Yeah, I'm playing. All right, I'll see you when training camp start. What we call training, you know, whatever it was back in there. Yeah. I can't remember. I showed up there, and you know, all else is history, bro. Hey, man, you did your damn thing, man. You, you, you alluded to it a little bit in the beginning, but uh, 98, 99, South Carolina. For me, I remember we played y'all because we was in Ole Miss. We were in the SEC West. Y'all were in the SEC East, and then y'all were on the schedule. You know, we were on each other's schedule. And it was like, yo, this is this, this cat John Abraham, 6'4", lightning fast, fast as hell off the edge. And I'm playing left tackle. I ain't but 275 pounds back then. But for you... You were the best player on the worst team because y'all suck back then. Oh, <laughs> hey, that's what, that's what, hey, when y'all talk about Hall of Fame and the reason why I should go, I was on an 0 in 21. Facts. No, no, we lost zero. zero. Yeah. We lost 21 straight games. Yeah. 21 yes, straight sir. games, and I was a first round pick. Facts. But y'all had an ill ass intro. Y'all had that Ric Flair intro. The yeah, bro. I don't get Let's go back to these 21 straight losses and still be the first round pick. That, that boy got to be special or something right. ain't right. Because I'm like, dude, like, I'm good, man. But no, like, 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 I got a story for you about that. When I first got in the league, I remember you was talking about your first time in the league and you did some dumb shit. Yeah. So my first time in the league, I'm playing my first preseason game, man. I got Brian Cox over here. Mm -hmm. I got Marvin Cox. Jones. I got. 
I got Mo Lewis, and I'm in the linebacker room with Ferrier. I, I mean, I'm like, just like, so we losing. Like a minute left on the clock. I'm on the sideline crying. I'm crying because I'm like, man, I'm tired of being <laughs> B-Cops can't be like, what wrong with you, Rook? I said, man, I'm tired of being a fucking loser. <laughs> I'm, like, bro. Like, I'm like, man, I'm tired of being a loser. He said, no, nah, no, nah. like, Rook, Rook, we're going to get this, bro. We're going to get this. We're going to win this game. And then we end up winning the little preseason game. But I was just like, bro, I can't have my whole life like this, bro. Yeah, so yeah. it was that was that was one of the stories I could say about my first time in the league. And it was Brian Cox took me on his wing and everything. Yeah. He became one of my idols in a good and bad way. <laughs> you know, like, I, like I've said this before, like my idols was like LT and BC because, but you know, sometimes you try to mimic the off-field stuff. Facts. Yeah, I, I was mimicking. I was trying to be like. That's crazy I, though. Because I to be like, a badass. Yeah. You can't keep up all the time. That's the thing. No, I want to yeah. be a badass. I want to be a badass. I want to be a badass, but I didn't have a badass mentality. You feel me? Yeah. Like I was a nice guy. I was quiet. You know, to myself. You know, people like, oh, we want to be a leader. You got to talk more. I got three sacks. Who's, who's, who's talking louder than me? <laughs> yeah, you want me to do? Like, shit, I got three saying, like, Carl Spomer, like, I made a Pro Bowl. Like, what, what else y'all want me to do? We need you to lead more. I'm like, man, like, I'm Tim Duncan, cuz. <laughs> like, hey, man, I'm just going to show you better than I can tell you. You yeah. feel me? Right. That never really was your personality when it came to that, huh? It wasn't that, man. I, I was raised uh, different. I was raised in the holiness house. So I think everybody don't know, like, all that boasting and bragging. Like, even me wearing jewelry, drinking and stuff, that was all against my religion. So everything I pretty much did, I always felt like a bad person. Like, even playing football, bro. Like, like my mom didn't like sports. I used to work in the tobacco field, man. Like, we, we did different things. Like, my mom was a janitor. My grandparents, like, everybody worked in the school system. My mom worked in the kitchen. She did stuff like that. We did, like... We did that kind of work. We did the kind of like humble type work and yeah. stuff like that. So me like playing sports, bro, I had to, if I wanted to, if I wanted to play sports, I had to find a way to get there. Mm. Like my mom ain't driving me there. Mm. I ain't getting no, I remember I used to sit at the, I sit at the corner store and wait for a ride home. It wasn't no like, if you're yeah. going to do this, you're going to have to do it. And you ever had a passion in you and you couldn't, you don't know where it came from. That's why I believe in God so much because like even people making up like the internet and all this crazy stuff, like where you get this from? Like, yeah. who the hell put this in your mind that you're going to be a football player? Yeah. You come from a dirt man. I'm talking about less than a 1,000 people. We had LeVon Kirtland come out of high school. That was it. And I'm like, why do I think that I'm going to be an athlete? I got a book that I wrote when I was like seven years old. I was going to be a doctor or something in sports. I literally wrote a book. My mom still got it. Wow. How you know stuff like that, though? Like, how you know you're going to be good at something? Like, like that's, that's when I said, yeah, God implant something in your head to tell you this is what you're going to be good at. To all of my early morning risers, this is for you, coffee lovers. Life moves fast, but time stands still when you're with the ones you love. Savor the moment, big or small, with Starbucks ready-to-drink coffee. From bottle frappuccino drinks to canned nitro cold brew, Starbucks coffee gets you ready for the right now. Available now, online, or wherever you buy your groceries. I like how you ended that up. God put something in your head that you were going to be good at. Yeah. Now, and I'm over here thinking, like, how far y'all go back with each other. You know what I'm saying? And just seeing the history. Um, this is so random. But, like, did you ever just beat the shit out of Tom when you went up against him? <laughs> oh, I tried he to. He just got, he, I, I listen, to, let me no tell you lies that. in the lounge, too. No lies in the lounge. No, I ain't going to lie. Like, no no he, lies he was, in the lounge. Roast this motherfucker. <laughs> you got to start. Please. 
I hope you got I can, I can promise you I ain't got no good story. You know I can't remember shit. We talked about this. But I do, I do remember he, he was shitty at Ole Miss. <laughs> and then when I saw him in the league, I was like, this nigga made it. I was like, oh, he made it. So you know, oh, you, know you don't really get to see, like you don't really get to see people after you leave and go to the league. Cause you worrying about your reputation. Hey, then yeah. I see this cat coming to leave. I see the what? This him all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, what up, too? What up, man? And I remember, him, I remember seeing him. I'm like, oh, but I'm happy as hell. Cause you can understand, like the SEC, you just automatically you plan to get somebody. You see yeah. him make it to the league. You like. Cause I remember when I played Mo Collins when he was in Florida, and then yeah. I seen him in the league. I was like, wow. I, you know, I connect with this cat. Like I said, yeah. even seeing you and seeing him. But I was like, man, I was so proud because I was like. He was doo-doo in college. Nah, I know. Not I mean, trash, but, nah, nah. trash, but you know, you was he was an underclassman. So for me, you trashed to me. I w- so you, you feel what I'm saying? Like, like for me, like you was the smallest guy I ever went against in college. So you know I'm there like, you go. He's, that, he's that, he's that, he's I was I was smaller. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. So I remember the first time we played each other. Cause I'm I'm a I'm a buck back a little bit on that one. So Oh, please do. We we were we were at Ole Miss my junior year, and yes, I was smaller. I was like, they moved me to Offensive tackle. I was small. I was like 270 playing offensive tackle. And John was the truth, right? So first half is going good. You know what I'm saying? I'm blocking him. I know he had the speed. I had good feet. So right before the first half was over, like he said, he went from speed to power. So he goes to the bull rush. I couldn't do shit with a bull rush back then. But he got to the quarterback. The only reason it wasn't a sack is because I held him and got caught for holding, right? So that's not one sack. And then I think second half, you got another sack. Yeah. So I get it. So I do recall that. But one of the things that I remember was that he was like, it wasn't like no shit talk. It was respect. Because other than that, you know, we were manned up, blocking up and everything. So it was it, it was a, it was a good game for him. I ain't gonna lie. You know, no lies in the lounge. But then my, my senior year, I'm like, mark it on the calendar. And I think I told you this shit before. There were three games I remember my senior year. I'm like, I'm not gonna let this shit happen again. It was y'all. It was Auburn. And I think it was uh, Arkansas. Those were my three worst games of my junior year. So senior year, I'm ready, chomping at the bitch, ready for John Abraham. Man, they got freshman Kalimba Edwards at the fucking defensive end position. They moved John a linebacker. So I'm like, shit, I ain't got to block him the whole game. You know what I mean? But um, I damn sure did my thing my senior year. It wasn't against you. But yeah, did my I thing know. my senior year. But... Yeah, man. I wasn't shitty though, man. I made OSEC, man. Don't, don't be, don't be. Cause you got me, you, you know, got me hot under the collar, man. You know when I call somebody shitty, you know they got a long way to go. And I ain't saying <laughs> he had a long way to go. I'm being real, but but hey, I, I can respect that. I can respect that. Book, I made this dude better. Yeah. I can like you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. real talk. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. you made me Facts. better too, cause I ain't Facts. like having a small cat like that and trying to learn new stuff. You remember I told you? I said you gotta. You got to start from one base and then build your repertoire. Mm-hmm. So he, he helped me. He helped me bring. He helped me. Bring, he helped me. He yeah. helped me change my repertoire because I'm like, dude, I ain't never seen no cat like this. Dude, dude, he moving like he dancing with me or something. I'm like, what the this cat? He's called like, the know, dancing bear. Yeah, you know, hey, cuz, you know they had them. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. all I was doing was just move my feet because yeah, like, 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 I'm trying to keep up with him. These big ass cats. I'm using these three. Chris Samuels, who's out there, you know what I'm saying? Man, I got like this little dude. I'm like, man, my whole game gonna change now. What can I do against this little guy, man? Like, come on. <laughs> but you do, guy, respect, respect. Like I, I, said, I got. You ain't gonna I, lose hey, your job the, against me. <laughs> you ain't gonna lose your job. We gonna give only, you. I'm gonna give you a good show. The only reason he ain't have a two sack game against me is because I held on one of the sacks. Of the ref. That's not a bad thing, cause <laughs> hey, you'll take a you'll take a hold sometime over a sack. You don't fucking get, right. You don't get that hit on the quarterback. Yeah. Who was your quarterback then? Romero Miller. Yeah. No one. I don't, 
Nah, I remember Uzali did no, his no, thing. No, no, no. Back then, Deuce, back then, I didn't Deuce care was our running back, though. Deuce yeah, McAllister. Back then, yeah. yeah. He ran for like two on yeah. two, two and some changes yeah. back then. But no, nah, I didn't. No, nah, I didn't care about. I didn't care about quarterbacks then. I was young. Well, I was shit. young. I had I had to make sure I know who the guy in front of me was. You know, yeah. you get older. That's when you start. That's when you to, look at cool. when you get yeah, 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 yeah. You know, I don't know about all of the cats, man. So. I'm going to give you something. I'm going to ask you this, and I don't even know if you know this or not. Five names that, let me just jump into it. Micah Parsons, Joey Bosa, Alden Smith, Javon Kurtz. They all are tied for the second most sacks in their first 17 games coming into the league. Do you know who has the most? Facebook told me. 15 and a half, John Antonio Nettles Abraham. Well, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I tell you, man, that, that, never knew. Yeah. Never knew to Facebook. Somebody sent it to me on Facebook. I don't even know how they find out about it. So, that, you know, that's something in my book that make, made me feel good, though, boss. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Something, yeah. That, something that, you know, was incredible because I only, like, my, my rookie year, I got hurt. Mm-hmm. So I played six games and I got hurt and I missed those 10 games. And I came back the next year and made the Pro Bowl. So for me, I ain't, I don't think like I don't even know who people making these stats though. Real talk, like I, I've got, my stats is one thirty three and a half, and I think I got like forty six calls fumbles. That's third all time or second all time, yeah. something like that. And if you put one ninety two, many games I played, hundred thirty three and a half sacks. I'm number three, like when it the comes sacks to sacks per game. Yeah. So and you saying I missed forty some games from injuries. And that's three years of football, cause that's twelve years. Twelve years, I got thirteen point five. What? 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 what one hundred thirty-three point five sacks. Yeah, that's that's how I see my career. But you, like I was telling you, the reason why I have a problem though with all my stats, injuries took me out of a lot of games. Mm. So my mind would never feel like I was a great player. And I was telling you that earlier. I said man, I would never see that my career was great in my mind. Cause I I only think about the games I miss. I told you I have a bad I have a bad mentality of only watching my bad plays, and I told you it transferred into my life, and that's how my life ended up being the same way. I I only I only see the bad stuff that happened. Well, I'm not like that now, but I told you that, and like even like after a game, I couldn't sleep after a game whether we won or lost, cause I think about the plays I messed up. So on Mondays they were like, "Oh, John, you was out all last night." They don't know I ain't slept that night. I didn't sleep. I didn't sleep the night before coming here. That's kind of anxiety I have. Like I said, like when I got to go pick my kids up, like if I got to pick, I got to pick my daughter up today. Yeah. I don't sleep. I don't know what it is about me. I don't know if it's anticipation of being great or the anticipation of want to do something special. But like if my daughter was, oh, dad, you gonna pick me up today? I'm just how I am the night before. I got used to it now. You know what I'm saying? But like, dude, like after the games, bro, I'll be. The whole night just being there because yeah. I'm, I'm anticipating watching film and seeing what I did wrong. Right, right. Because one thing I didn't want to do is be that person called out. You know how it is, yeah. though. John, you know if you did this? And I'm looking like, man. Because in New York, boy, they used to be on my ass because, like, everything I did wrong. Like, let me tell you why, like, me in New York didn't work. I was a great player, but I was a bad pro. When I say pro, that's what I did off the field. Yeah. And I told you who my, I told you who my idols were. And I never drank, never smoked when I was in college. I came to I came to the NFL, and the team I came to, that's what they did. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to be part of a team, you got to do things as part of the team. 
Right. We drank. Everybody drank. Yeah. Every, I'm talking about, man, I was just like, what's wrong with these people, man? Because, you know, I didn't drink. So, you know, I'm yeah. thinking like, y'all, something wrong with How y'all in the because league? Because of the religious background. Yes. And I'm like, y'all in the league, how y'all like, how y'all manage Maintain. to play and do stuff like this? And then I found, dog, I can do this and still do this? I'm like, man. Then I got hurt and I went downhill fast. That was my rookie year. But then, like, my second year, I wasn't worrying about it. I balled out, balled out. Got a DUI. Man, when I said the whole team turned on me, bro. Start from head coach all the way down. I mean, I'm, a, I'm like a three-time Pro Bowl at time, man. I made a mistake at like 25 years old, bro. And I ain't saying they crucified me, but like think about you going to your head coach and they t you t he tells you, you making a certain people look bad. Like you making the team look bad. You making people of your ethnicity look bad. Think of how that feels coming from a black coach. It's a, it's Man, I used to, I could I could not even go in the locker room. Like I, I would literally be in the locker room. Like I had my locker in the corner, so I wouldn't talk to nobody and everything. I had I had Lavernius come back, so that was good. So I had one person to talk to. Me and Sean was cool, but bro, I wouldn't even leave my house. Like when I was in New York, I didn't leave my house because of that one thing I did when I was a kid. And the media said I was the most selfish person. And the, the, I'm from a small town, cause. A humble background. Never got in trouble before. Never got... I mean, bro, when I said I ain't never got in trouble before, dog. Now, I got close. <laughs> I was a rolling thing now. I used to steal from the mall. I got close. <laughs> I, I, I owe... I'm telling you, man, I owe, I owe Magnolia Mall in Florence, South Carolina some dope. <laughs> hey, bro, I was a plug before the plug. But I, I'm going to stay fresh now. <laughs> like, I used to be fresh to death. But I ain't never got in no real trouble, man. And how they treated me, man, it was just like... And I ain't knocking the Jets. I'm knocking, I'm knocking like, I'm knocking just like how they don't give. It's different now, though. Because mm. when I went to Atlanta, man, it was like, you know, everybody make mistakes. I don't know. It was just like a few situations that never really sat right for me. I remember uh, I made my third Pro Bowl there. And uh, I got the hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was with the Jets. I was with the Jets. Um, I was leading the league in sacks at the time. Like right around 11 games, something like that. I come back, you know, they was like, uh, John, you know, you made the Pro Bowl. Head coach, my position coach, you got lucky, huh? Got lucky again, huh? I'm like, wow. got lucky. I'm like, bro, I'm leading the league, and y'all gonna tell me I got lucky? I said, okay, cuz I'll squash that. I ain't gonna worry about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, you know, they, like, I guess they think I'm just getting too big head or something like that. I, I still don't understand it. We in Jacksonville. Now, think about it. What I told you I am, I'm not the pass rusher that just has one move. Right. Jacksonville, I break contain one time. No more inside moves for the rest of the year. No more. So think about it. All I could do is outside. outside. I couldn't do nothing else. So they took that so away my, from me. Yeah, yeah, they said they literally went in the film room and they was like, you see this, John? You mess up, I'm looking like, okay, I forgot the dude was left-handed. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I think we had uh, Brunel. Brunel. Yeah. yeah, so he broke out, you know, we had a... Did you let? Did you used to let him outside of you all the time? No, no, that was, that was the that was the only time. It was just like that was the game plan. But bro, yeah. when you going against like somebody like Tony Baselli, yeah, he give you that inside. You got to yeah. beat him. And out. Then, yeah, so I tried to win, and I got him inside, and then I just missed him. Mm. He rolled out and threw some kind of weird pass. They called it, but I'm looking like you gonna tell me I can't do inside no more. So for the rest of my career, if you watch me in New York, I only had one move. Mm. It was straight outside rush. Mm -hmm. Outside rest for like the next three years. Like literally that was it. And I'm like, wow, that's amazing. Like, so my New York days were tough. 
You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, it was tough, and they always want you a certain weight. You know, if you ain't going to get that weight, yada, yada, yada. And then when I came back from my franchise year. Who were the coaches there? It was Herm and uh, Reuben Carter. Rube was part Herm of the, was that the whole. He was there the whole time? No, nah, I had Al Groh my first year. Al Groh, yeah. That's I, right. I was thinking Al Groh. And I ain't saying I was right because like, a lot of stuff I did off the field was frustration from what was going on. But my last two years that I stopped drinking, I did all that stuff. You know, I, I played it right. I tried to play it right. Yeah. But I never could win. Like, we had something called a practice player that he'd give, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah that give you a black jersey. Yeah. That'd give you a black jersey. Right. Never got a black jersey. I, I was out there practicing like I was playing in a game. You know, I come in the game. My backup got one before I did. I was like, wow. I was like, all right, cool. I said, like, this, this is getting personal. And like I said, when, when I came back from my franchise year, I came back in the best shape of my life because 260, chest. Man, I'm, talking about, I'm talking about, bro, I'm talking about cuz. Like when I said I, that's probably the best year I had in New York. Even though I didn't make the Pro Bowl that year, I had like 10 and 6. 10 sacks, 6 calls. We, was getting, we went 4 and 12, so wasn't nothing going on. Yeah. First game I get back in that now. Took me out for one play, so I wouldn't get that start in the first game. I mean, one. you know, like, like this that's is something. This is something. That, this is something that goes yeah. on, and people don't understand like how yeah. important starting is yeah. for in the NFL. Not even got to do with money. It's got to do with the fact that I ain't starting. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Mm. All right, Johnny, well you ain't gonna start. So the whole I came back for a week before the season started. I'm talking, man. I was man. I was jacked, looking good. I changed my number to 56. My birthday May 6. So don't get it twisted. I ain't got it because of uh, Taylor. I got my birthday May 6, and this is my this is my to do. I'm gone. Yeah. I'm out. Like I told him, I told him before, like when we was talking earlier, bro. I done franchise was giving me six million dollars. My first contract was five years, seven million. All that money was gone, bro. I'm sorry. All that money was gone. Mama house, my house. Da da da. This 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 and this. I had, I had some chump change, but that money was gone, bro. Come on, you live in New York. I got to yeah, pay for bro. a house here, paying for my mom's house. Mm-hmm. So I got a I got a one year deal for six point six. Boy, I was like, back in I'm the re- game. No, I know, no, I'm retiring. Oh, you was out the game. I was good. If I had to come back to New York, but that's how bad I was in that situation. You like really some people love it. No, no, I call my financial guy. You can call Calvin Elon right now. Greatest guy ever. You need to get your money. Get get Calvin. Best still got me making money. Still got me making money. Calvin Elam, love you, boy. Talk to him this morning. Tell you I need to lose money. Send me something. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, but now nah, I promise you, I called him. I bought me a little nice house in South Carolina. I was like, shit, I ain't got to live no place else. I definitely ain't living in New York. Yeah. Get rid of some of these cars. Got me a, like a 10,000 square foot house for under for under 800,000. You know, back in the day, that was... Yeah, major. Yeah, yeah, 10, 10, 10 stacks right there. I'm like, I'm good. Yeah, so I was like, I'm good. I had everything planned, man. And then, you know... They traded me to Atlanta. Right. They should have never gave those. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, because uh, they was pushing to get me to Seattle and other places like that. But I was like, nah, man. Like, we was on a flight in Seattle. And I think Hutchinson at the time. Mm-hmm. Hutchinson, he was like the, the prime the guard, guard or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. They had me locked in a room just like this. Well, Hutch. Like, yeah, we did. No, no. They, Hutch wasn't there, but they was trying to see if they were going to keep Hutch and do this. So they were trying to see if they could make a contract with me. Right. Man, my, me and my agent found a way to sneak out. We snuck out, right? We got out of the place. We got on the plane. Cause we had we had like a jet for Oakland. We had a jet here for like Atlanta, and we had, we had a jet we had a jet for someone else. Mm. Actually, we didn't have a jet for Atlanta yet. My my agent called. He was like, "Look, uh, we got uh, Atlanta. Want to look at you?" I said, "Make it happen." That's close to the crib too. No, he's like, "No, but John, it's like a million and a half less." I say, "Seattle, Atlanta." Seattle, Atlanta, cuz make it happen. <laughs> he's like, hey, I said, no, he's talking about like, you know, they're they gonna give you this, but this. I said, look, man, 
from the travel expenses going back and forth, yeah. price of Seattle, I said, I live in South Carolina. Yeah, you're right there. Do you understand how much money I had to pay for my mom to come to New York? Bro, make that happen. Mm -hmm. But by the time we got to Atlanta, Arthur Blank came out, one of the smoothest dudes ever, man. Like, when I said, you ever seen somebody that smell like money and look like money? <laughs> like, I don't know who made that song, but they must have been around Arthur Blank. Like, that was uh, A-Boy, wasn't it? Oh, they smell like, like smell like money. Yeah. What they look like? I told look, my look. sister, now, you can take one for the team. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, let's get some of that Home Depot money, get some, You got to take one for the team, boy. I'm trying to take. Hey, cuz, you know, everybody, hey, man, I'm like, shit. I'm like, cool, this dude is too cool. Hey. I'm telling you, so he came in, he came in like just how we sitting right here. He, he, he like rented the whole little place. I think it was Chops, and it was the bottom part. So I came in there. You know, his game is so tight, though, man. You know, you see people with game. Like, like almost that pimp type swag. Yeah. So he's sitting there, he's sitting there with his leg crossed, you know what I'm saying? I came in there and I said, he's like, hey, how you doing? I said, what's going on, man? John, nice to meet you. And I'm nervous as hell because I ain't never seen nobody look like this. Yeah. We had, think about it, I went from Woody Johnson to Arthur Blank. And if anybody know, y'all Google it. Look at Woody Johnson. <laughs> <laughs> you'll, see, you'll see the swag is on the whole different, different level. level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, you know, he came in there, you know, and I ordered my food. He had, oh, I ordered the same thing. I'm over here getting pimped. You know, I told him I had a daughter this age. You know, I got a daughter that age too, man. You know, you know what, John? Take my van for the night. Have a good time in the city. Oh. <laughs> 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 right on I was up. like, okay, cool. So I'm, I'm like, I ain't knew nothing about Atlanta, man. But it was just so much love. And then, so that day, you know, I said, I'm good. I'm coming here, man. I love it here. You know, yada, yada, yada. I mean, like, literally, that was all I took. Yeah. Just that respect from my owner coming face-to-face -face and talking to you. Like, this one, you know you're important. Yeah. I barely seen Woody Johnson because, like, mm -hmm. you know, I don't think Woody even know my name. You know, I, Woody wasn't at the time. I don't know about Woody now, though, because, you know, I love the Jets. Don't get it twisted. Facts. But, right um, right. yeah, but, like, it's just, a, just that thing. And then time I got here, I, you know, I went and got my suit and everything. I, I ran home to South Carolina, got my mom. They flew me back in for South Carolina, which was pointless. Mm -hmm. Flew my mom in. My mom was sitting there kind of like this. And Arthur Blank came and spoke. I said, Mom, that gave me the money. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Mom, no, my mom, my mom was like a quiet woman and everything. I was dead serious. I literally had to be like, Hey man, how you doing? How you doing? I was like, what? I said, Ma, don't mess us up. Don't mess us up. Yeah. I said, Ma, this, they just gave us a different yeah, lifestyle. Yeah. I said, Ma, don't mess us up for me, man. So when I came to Atlanta, man, it was a beautiful thing. And that, that's when we had two live stews. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, hey, them yeah. cats was on there grilling me. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm used to the New York media. Right. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they kind of like, oh, John, this, this, this. And, uh, John, yeah. how you feel about the game and everything? Hey, boy, you going out to the strip club now? You been to Madison City yet? Hey, we going to meet you out there, boy. Hey, like, hey cuz. Hey, you know this on a live stuff. I don't know yeah. if we'll talk like this, cuz. Uh, so, you know, like all the uh, all the aspirations, all the, like, the, I guess all everything of the timid stuff I had, all the anxiety and things just, just left. After that, man. Yeah. And, I, and I, it just felt like, dang, I'm home. Yeah. You know what I mean? I went and got this big A tattoo like right here and everything. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, I'm good, man. I'm home, man. Everything felt so good. And I told you about my injury that first year that really hurt me. And then the Mike Vick stuff. And so it was kind of, it was, it was a roller coaster year, man. But it was a beautiful thing, man. I'm, I'm so proud and, and glad that God put that Atlanta in my life, bro. Like, because yeah. at that time I needed it. And I wasn't drinking then either. Mm -hmm. so that, that's when I still was on my not drinking thing. Then I got hurt and, you know. All that yeah. stuff went, uh, you know, went back to old stupid stuff. You know what I mean? And we we had uh, 
sometimes. First of all, you did your thing in Atlanta. You know what I mean? It's all right. I, I, no, I, I think no. For me personally, let me tell you why. On the field, you did your thing. I would say, I would say, if we could have kept our same. That first year I was there, man. You know, the Mike Vick stuff mm-hmm. and that that core we had that year, man. You know, like Mike Vick has done his stuff. It's over with. But that man is a legend, man. And yeah. and he was one of the main reasons I came here, man. If, if we could have kept that team, bro. When I said, we would, we got a ring, bro. And I, I, people don't understand. I wanted to get a ring for Atlanta so bad because we ain't got one. Mm-hmm. Man, that's when you become iconic. Yeah. You don't even got to be a great player. You can just make one great play in the Super Bowl and you're iconic. Yeah. The catch, the catch the guy made from the Giants. David Tyree, yeah. What does he do? Iconic. Yeah. You know, it's just Edelman catch. Iconic. Icon- iconic moment. Okay. Oh, boy. Uh, sack. Uh, no, no, his touchdown. Uh, 92. Harrison? Har- yeah, Harrison. James Harris. Iconic. Yeah. You, yeah. you a legend for the rest of your life. I never, I never got put in that situation. Yeah. Never got put in that situation. I wanted one taste, bro. You know what I'm talking about, bro? You just yeah. want that one taste. It ain't It ain't about, like, the end of the day when you get your money and everything, it's all about, like, one time. Just give me one time, mm-hmm. man. Just one time. And we lost to Kaepernick down. Mm-hmm. We was up mm-hmm. 17 to 6 or some crazy stuff at halftime. I'm boo-hoo crying, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, I'm going to go to the Super Bowl. We finally get it, man. I'm... I'm gonna show my ass. <laughs> hey, bro, I don't Ready. care. I don't care what they do me. I'm gonna be. I ain't coming out of this game, man. And and I, and, and I honestly feel like if we would have won that game, the whole history of the NFL would have changed. Was that like twenty? Oh, I can't remember. Twenty thirteen. And when I say the whole, maybe twenty twelve. I don't know. I'm old now, bro. But I say the whole history of the NFL would have changed. Kaepernick wouldn't have got that liked because mm-hmm. he wouldn't have made it to that Super Bowl. And yeah. we don't even know if he would have been the starter the next year. That's like, real talk. If you think about it, though, and Matt yeah. Ryan would have yeah. been, because we would have beat Baltimore. It, it wouldn't have been an issue. Mm-hmm. That's just something that just, bro, you don't understand. Like, I have a I have a mindset that what I didn't do in life is the worst thing in the world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, it, like, when I say that jump, recycled in my head, like, every day. Yeah. Every day. And then I got cut. So, you know what? <laughs> so, it was, a, yeah, it was, it was some amazing, it was an amazing year for me, man. It, and, uh, I could not get happy like for that whole time. And if we want to talk about like, I think when when everything fell off the rails for me was then. Yeah, like dead ass. It, that that was all. What I was gonna say was there were you had everything. You had the the contract. You had the Pro Bowls. You had the All Pro. And I remember there was one off season. Um, I was out the league by now, but I was driving through Buckhead, and I seen you. It was during like mini camp or something like that. And I seen you. I was like, yo, bro, I don't know if you remember. I was like, bro, what you doing? He's like, I'm chilling, man. They, you know, something had happened with the Falcons. And then he was like, well, too, what you doing? Shit, let's let's go hang out. Chill out with your boy. And we hung out the whole day. And the back of my mind, I'm like, all right, this is my bro. This is my boy from back in the days. But I couldn't help but think, why aren't you in camp with the team? I think it was like, like I said, it was mini camp. Yeah. So... Some of the things off the field, you would think that everything is perfect again with the salary, with the with the the all pros, but there was still something missing. Well, you know, at the time, <clears throat> the big thing, the reason why I stayed, I wanted to be in Atlanta. First of all, because the team was good. Second of all, I was uh, I adopted my nephew. Right. So I was trying to raise my nephew too. So I was like, I don't want to take him out of this environment because hmm. he was like fourteen when I got him, and I was taking him to school. Mm-hmm. He was doing well and everything like that. So my big thing was like. 
Tennessee was offering some good money. But I was like, I don't want to, I want to uproot this guy. So John, what's what's the, what the thing? And then like, for me, I didn't want to be a failure as a father, even though like, because I adopted him. So it was kind of like, so that's what kind of hit me hard too, like being cut and then like, dude, like, you know I'm raising my nephew. Like I would have took less, less money. So it was just personal. It turned into- Yeah, it felt personal. Yeah. It felt personal. And, and that what really stuck in my head. And like I told you, like a person that not used to being, when you feel like you're doing good for someone, and I don't knock them now because, you know, I did process through my head. There's two truths. John, you was doing this, and another truth is they felt this way. Mm-hmm. I can't control, like, what somebody... There's two truths in every situation, mm-hmm. regardless of how you feel like somebody wronged you or they right you. There's always going to be two truths. So I can't be mad at them now, and I don't have no ill will to Atlanta now. At the time, it was just heart-wrenching because of my personal life. You can't take personal and business and mix it. Right. And then also, they ain't even gave me no dinner. Y'all gave me a dinner when y'all met me. Y'all could have gave me a dinner when y'all kicked me out. Like, at least give, <laughs> you yeah, at least give a girl a last dinner. Like, I'm like, come on. Because I like, like at the time, I threw all both of my cell phones away. Like, I literally threw them off the balcony. I got tired of everybody talking about, oh, this good season. Yeah. I was like, man, threw my thing out. So they called my sister, assistant. She called me and like, well, the Falcons going to cut you. Yeah. I was like, that's it? I'm like, dude, like, can they just ask me to come to the facility or something and like let me just give a high five or it's, it's a over with like that? Or something like seven years, you know, all time leading soccer. I'm like, dude, just give me a high five. Like I don't need much. So I ain't one of these people that need you to tell me you love me every day or something like that. But give give me a pat on the back here and there. You know what I mean? I don't really bitch about a lot of stuff. I don't ask for much. But give me a card. Yeah. Give me something that makes me feel a little more personal. Like no, just personal. Uh-huh. This is a personal thing, me talking to you. If I said, man, you did good. Yeah. That's personal. Now, if I said, man, you did good. No, I'm talking to the kid. How you feel? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's dip- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, dude, like, come on now. Like, like we was talking about you and Buffalo going to San Francisco. Like, it's stuff that happens that we just want a little bit more. It ain't hard to tell someone. Like, I've been there seven years. I turned down money to stay here. Just yeah. give me a high five, man. Like, give me a high five. Like, John, you know what? We love you. Appreciate it. High five. So that's the only problem I had. It wasn't nothing. It wasn't nothing like that. But but it was more stuff personal that was going on that was building on from that. And then, like, not knowing I was going to the Super Bowl. And then, you know, like, being in my 13th year, what's wrong? He had 10 sacks. Mm -hmm. Why they ain't want him now? Is he, like, really broken up or something? What's going on with him? You know, like, you know, da-da-da-da. Then I had a a blessing to get to go with Bruce Arians and Ty Bowles. In Arizona, it was a blessing, bro. Like, bro, when I said I was at my down that time, like you could not do anything to get me happy. Like I was at my most depressed at that time, and I didn't even understand that I probably was going through my concussion stuff then. Mm. You know, I, I wasn't sleeping, bro. I was down at like two fifteen. And, and this I, is right after you had left. Yeah, I was like two fifteen. I was like two fifteen. I remember I got to Arizona, and they was like, "Well, John, because my agent, he cool with everybody, so he called. And he was like, look, just pack a bag.'" I said, what you mean? Pack a bag. You going to Arizona. Like, what, Arizona? I'm like, bro, I ain't even visited there. He's like, just bring good. your bag. You good. You know, Todd, know you from New York. They're going to move you back to linebacker. You good. I'm like, cool. I'm like, all right. So when I got there, I wasn't playing. Right. So I was a backup. I was like, man, this is love. Like, but every time, I, rem- I remember every time you got in, though, you got a sack or got nah, a pressure nah, on the... No, no, this ain't what, ha- that ain't what happened. What happened was three people had to get hurt. Right, right, right. Three people got hurt. So th- that's God right there. I don't care what you're saying. I ain't trying to knock the people who got hurt. So don't take it that way. So but I mean, God like, saying he knocked three out. No, no. It was just like, yeah, I'm he just being real. Like, dude, like, literally it was like, boom, he went down. Boom, he went down. Boom, he went down. 
John, you starting. This four games in. Yeah. Four games in, I make the Pro Bowl. But that's what I'm saying. But when you got I'm in, like, dude, you were still no. I know I was balling. Yeah. In. I, I was I was in the game 99 percent of the game after okay. that. But also I was back to outside linebacker playing at 240. But then you came and rushed on. No, no, I was playing outside linebacker getting sacks. Real talk, like Von Miller. You know, how like Von yeah, Miller yeah, yeah. standing up and doing that. I was okay, man. Okay. I was I was back in my element from like my rookie. You know, I got drafted as outside, outside linebacker. Outside linebacker, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. 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 bro, that, that's three. easy money, bro. That's easy money. That's a whole lot easier than putting my hand in the dirt all the time. Because, you know, I was a tweener. They, mm-hmm. they was calling me a tweener at the time. So I was playing at 240 compared to 255. And people don't think that weight matters. That weight matters, bro. Like, when you, when you moving like that, nah, I couldn't move like I wanted to when I was 255. But, you know, I made it look good. But then at the end of the day, my body feel like, you know, shit and everything. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But I'm like, but when I played at 240, my, like, bro, I'm 35, 36, running around like, what? Oh, yeah, I'm 240. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was, it was a different thing. But it, it showed me, but it also... Instead of me taking that as a positive, I looked at my whole career being in the 4-3 and, and mm-hmm. just crushed myself again. No, bro, literally just crushed myself again. I literally crushed myself. I was like, man, this thing, like, man, see, I told you I was better than this, da da So I'm going all the way back from the 13 years I had prior and saying I wasn't shit because of that. So when you... I, I, it's a mindset I, thing that I couldn't control. Yeah, yeah. And that's what makes it so hard to understand. It's like, like, bro, you did a lot of amazing stuff, bro. But see, you got you got to understand just, when you you, you you ever did like you did something and you didn't know it was amazing to afterwards. Like like let's say if um if you see somebody in the car and something like that and you just helped them out of the way, you don't know you don't see anything else around. And then like ten minutes later, the car get hit or something, mm-hmm. and then you realize, dang, I did something amazing. That's mm-hmm. kind of how like remember I told you I had to go watch film. I had to go watch film. Like, literally, when I was done football, I was so depressed. Look, you know John Abraham doesn't give interviews out, not even sometime, but he decided to come inside of the lounge and bless us with his perspective to ensure that other people who are in need of help, they can get it from having a good support system. Make sure you tune in for part two because he's dropping a lot of jewels, Nuggets, and also untold stories for the first time that has never been shared. So set your notifications for part two of this intense interview as John Abraham talks about life after football as he goes behind the mask. Behind the mask.